Do you wonder if others are dealing with the same project management challenges as you? Not sure where to turn for guidance and leadership? Office Hours are in session as we discuss project management and PMOs with global leaders, hearing their story and learning their secrets to success. Our goal is to empower you and help you elevate your PMO and project management career to new heights. Welcome back to Project Management Office Hours with your host, PMO Joe. Welcome, everyone, to Project Management Office Hours. We're the number one live project management radio show in the United States, broadcasting to you today from the Phoenix Business Radio X studios in Tempe, Arizona. I'm your host, PMO Joe, and for the next hour or so, we'll be talking project management. We have a very special show today, as I'm excited to have our guests joining us live from Ukraine So it's going to be great to speak with them and get some perspective on the real situation there and not just what we hear on the news. We'll be able to get some firsthand accounts. Before we get into the show, just a couple of announcements. I want to celebrate and acknowledge that Phoenix Business Radio X, where uh, our home, uh, has just celebrated their fifth birthday. So a clap out to uh, the radio station. It's such an amazing accomplishment under the leadership of Karen Nowicki to bring so many great radio shows and podcasts to the world out of our little studio home here in Tempe, Arizona. So it's fantastic what we've been able to do. Special thanks to all the team who have supported us over those five years, including Daryl Robinson, who's here producing our shows as always, Angie Shields, Kendra Maples, Kelly Lorenzen, and everybody else back in the Atlanta headquarters who helps make these shows possible. So Congratulations on five years. Uh, It's been a great trip and look forward to the next five and beyond. It's going to be a lot of fun. Reminder to everybody that uh, we are live. So add a comment. Let us know where you're joining us from. It's always great to be able to see where guests or where our audience is. And if you have questions, feel free to enter the comment in there as well. And we'll try to address all the different comments and questions that we get as the show goes on. A reminder that each of these shows is about an hour in length, so they count for one PDU, right? What a great opportunity for those that are trying to uh, get your recertifications in place. This is episode 105, so you have 105 PDUs out there if you go and listen to all the shows. But don't do it just because you're getting a PDU. Uh, Get it because you're listening to great guests and you're hearing their story with great experiences from some of the best leaders in the world uh, within our industry. And with that, I am very excited to have our special guest with us today, Maria Amdalina, Oleg Matsaluk, and Mikola Stefanishin. Welcome, Maria, Oleg, and Mikola. Hello, Joy. Hello. Hello. Uh, so I want to have each of you say hello and introduce yourselves, and we'll put uh, Maria, if you want to go first. Yeah, sure. So, hello, Joy. Hello, everyone who is listening to us today. It is very nice to meet you again in such a nice atmosphere. And thank you, Joy, for inviting us here to your show. It's really great pleasure and great honor for us uh, to be here and share our story and experience. So, my name is Maria Abdulina. I'm head of uh, Project Portfolio and Efficiency Management Division in Raiffeisen Bank, Ukraine and I'm driving transformation activities in our bank. 
I'm in banking industry since 2009, and I joined our company directly from the university and built my career over last 13 years. So this is like my family uh, bank. So I'm not only a boss, but also a mother and wife. I have seven years old son and uh, his parent Jack. And I'm really excited to do some sport and health food and engage my family into the, the habits. So talking about our bank, so uh, this is a bank uh, in top five in uh, banking industry in Ukraine and part of the Raiffeisen International um, uh, Group uh, in the Central and East Europe. We are serving now more than 2.5 million customers. So you can imagine how big we are. So I pass my word to my team. Uh, Oleg, please. Hello. It's a pleasure to be invited to this show. Thank you, Joy. Yeah, so my pleasure. name is Oleg Matseluk. I am Chief Development and Support Manager in a Project Management Office in Raiffeisen Ben Kaval. Mainly, I am working with strategy and project methodology. Also, besides of work, I am playing football, visited gym, playing poker. Also, from the beginning of this like situation in Ukraine, I married and have a dog. <laughs> it's also big challenges and help me uh, to manage with stress. So nice to meet you. Hello to all guests. Kolya. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. It's a great pleasure to be here with all of you. My name is Mikola Stefanesian. I am from Lviv. I'm, uh, I'm quite new in the, the PMO team because I've joined it in August 2021. But it was me, for, for me, it was a great uh, challenge, yes, because I have never been working before in Ukrainian market. Uh, so before before that, I just was uh, was working in the shared service centers, yes, of F FMCG company. And in here in the bank, it was quite challenging and interesting for me to start here. And uh, basically, I have gained a lot of experience, yes, and up to now, and even in this period of time, it's quite intense and it's really like hard time yes for us and but we still we learning we are doing everything we can be persistent and we we are professionally as well growing even in in all the circumstances yeah so it's great pleasure and i hope for a good discussion well thank you so much everyone and uh, Ola, congratulations on your your marriage that's fantastic and when you say football uh just to for us americans over here there's that could be soccer or that could yes. be football. So I'm assuming you're meaning soccer, right? The, uh, yes, correct. And I think you, was it Ukraine was just made it to the match before qualifying for the World Cup, right? In soccer and, and just missed, right? But I think it was at one goal. So close. So uh, close, really. It's The team played very well match, but unfortunately, it's happened probably next time. Yep. And, and Maria, the the... My introduction to you really came from the PMO Global Alliance uh, PMO Awards last year. I was one of the judges, and your bank uh, had been submitted and was the winner of the European Award for Top PMO in Europe, and then uh, made it to the finals, of course. And what an amazing accomplishment, right, for your bank to be able to do that. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and 
what it feels like to be named the best PMO in all of Europe? <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I remember my excitement and all all of our team when we uh, find out uh, that uh, we won. It was um, a long journey to prepare for the PMO Global Awards. So we were uh, shooting the video, we were writing the scenario, we rebuilt the whole story and we tried to do it as uh, uh, actual and live as possible. And during the preparation, we tried to focus not only on the nice stories and what are good achievements, but also to show what are the challenges, what are our lessons learned. And, you know, I think this is something which helped us to win, yeah, because we truly showed the the reality, yeah. During the contest itself, we were watching uh, carefully under the competition between different countries and we're even uh, making a bets, okay, uh, where uh, Oleg was calculating probability. Uh, how, what, yeah, what is the probability of our, uh, like, uh, win winning in that competition? And we were excited all, uh, all over the steps, you know. When I was listening to uh, the uh, announcement, I was really screaming and I was sitting in the room with one of my board members uh, in our bank and I thought, you know, we won, we won, can you imagine? <laughs> and he thought, oh, Marsha, you did a great job, you Miss Europe, and they were <laughs> and then naming me Miss Europe. <laughs> but it was really a great job of all our team because everyone was engaged, we did it really jointly and when we got this chance to present ukraine on the uh, on such a uh, great contest i come to my team and told okay guys now we have really challenging cha changes transformation in our bank and we have such a change the uh, challenge uh, and opportunity to present uh, ukraine on uh, uh, in the world and i told okay are we ready for that and they told of course <laughs> when, if not now? And I thought, okay, if you go, I also rely on you. <laughs> and we did it, you see? <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. We had Lucho Guardardo from El Salvador on the, the prior episode. His team had won Best PMO in Americas, um, right from a small country, El Salvador. So it's great to have in back-to-back -back weeks two of the, the top four PMOs in the world from last year uh, on the show. So it's fantastic to, to go through that. So one thing I want to talk about, obviously, the most obvious thing, right? Everybody in the in the world knows that Ukraine's at war at the current moment. But what we don't know is what's the impact of that, right? How does business and day-to-day -day life go on? I mean, how, how does a bank function during the middle of a war? I don't know, Maria, if you want to start that or, or one of the other team members. Yeah, uh, I may start and then pass word to, to my colleagues. So what shall I say? That uh, during the war, RIFE is caring about safety and financial uh, sustainability of more than 2.5 million customers and 6.5 thousand employees. Currently, in average, 75% of, uh, of our branch network continue to work. It was quite hard times to come to this per percentage because of occupied territories, because employees were moving to more safe places within Ukraine and abroad. It required a lot of effort from our employees. 
even a special group of people uh, was collected, yeah, uh, come together to make decisions uh, to care about all business continuity processes. Oleg, if you want to continue. Probably to add in general that no one expects that this can happen, really. We have a lot of news previously that probably Russian can attack us, but uh, no one takes it really so seriously because we have already eight years of war in the east part of Ukraine and probably they, they think that, okay, that can something happen in this uh, area and no one else. But it was like scale attack for whole Ukraine. But thanks God in bank, we have this BCM scenario even in this case. And uh, it really worked. Of course, one everyone was in super stress. But starting from the morning, uh, 24th of July, our board members and key people, they immediately start from the morning, activate this BCM all scenario, start to support people with evacuation and also take care of our customers because in country we have a huge panic in the first day and no one even know what should I do. Should I run? Should I go to Poland? After that, we have the situation that uh, a lot of people uh, leaving their houses, moving to the best part of Ukraine and uh, it was like very unpredictable situation because no one knows what is next. We have um, threats every hours and you are working and you should go to the line bombing uh, safe place and you take your laptop, you start to connect with your employee, colleagues, even have some important call and uh, really try to work and be more useful in this time which you really can and do your maximum in this first day. After that, the situation is a little state to be a little bit better. Probably, Nicola, you would that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I also share a little bit about this and small remark to Olaf. Uh, the 24th of February, not July, I this night, nightmare has started. I'm saying nightmare because probably for most of people, for us, it uh, began in the morning, yes, early in the morning. Maria probably has heard all the, the bombings, shellings, etc. But uh, even in Kyiv, but in Lviv, as me and Olaf, we received some messages from our friends. Yes, I received, I think it's five or six uh, o'clock in the morning. And to be honest, I couldn't even imagine and could, couldn't believe. I thought it's something, something was not happening, not exactly the war. Yes, it was a really harsh and hard moment at that time. But Professionally speaking, yes, we we started the the work, started working from the first day. Yes, so we 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 connected with everyone who could, and we just started to to move on and started to to move based on our BCP and discussing to our basic meetings and to understand what to do. Yeah, and we can proceed the story as well. Yeah. So if I may also continue, so we as the bank, uh, as well as others on the Ukrainian market, had to ensure that our key business processes are working stable, that business services are available for clients and they have access to their money when they need. 
As a result, our clients had 24 by 7 access to their money through our digital platforms, and our call center was always ready to answer all the questions. Bank, as well, uh, always was focused on um, well its values, and safety of employees was uh, a key priority at that time. So due to uh, people were moving to more safe places, two key topics here appear on our agenda. So first one is how to organize safety for our employees, how to help them to find to find accommodation, how to help with evacuation, uh, how to ensure they can continue working when they found safe place. And secondly, is how also to organize additional working hands in those areas who required them. So it was really great to see how people from the uh, from other business areas, for example, were ready to work in the call center and open accounts for our clients like procurement or project managers, scrum masters. Yeah, this was a cool uh, representation of uh, high cross-functional capabilities and real agile in work, in application. Yeah, that's amazing. I know a lot of companies are always saying, hey, we have a good business continuity plan in place Mm -hmm. uh, in case the internet goes down for four hours, right? Uh, But it takes it to a completely different level when your extended network, right, is jeopardized because of cut power lines and, and of course, invading troops and, and occupation and stuff of those lines where ATM machines could get knocked out and how do people get access to their funds and transfer their money and all those sorts of stuff, especially if they're leaving to Poland or, or other countries and they want to make sure they have enough money when they get there, right? They have to have access to those funds and they're relying on your bank to be able to make sure that happens. Usually in the PMO world, we have such uh, high governance for things of how do we approve things. Did the, did the approval process and the governance process change at all because you needed to make decisions maybe more quickly and, and more immediately? Yes, from the beginning. Uh, so we do not know what happened, as we say, safety first, but regarding uh, of our like customers needed we analyze it a lot of different things uh, currently happening in ukraine and a lot of customer needs uh, goes to the call center and uh, we collect all these needs at which uh, we like start to optimize some things some card for example which governance provide uh, like some uh, donation to the <coughs> employ- uh, to the people who live in Ukraine we we open the all account opt- uh, automatically to all our customers in the bank and deal uh, support uh, <coughs> to have less already request uh, to our like call center and also it's we are working like on the short term reaction we face with some situation and need to immediately react to start developing something to optimize some process. It was really not easy, but we managed to do this in the beginning. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, oh, go ahead, Maria. Yeah, yeah. I wanted uh, to enlarge a little bit, yeah, and uh, share also from the uh, PMO side. So. Crucially important factors uh, for our PMO during the war was adaptability and flexibility. So our agile transformation helped us in adopting 
to the conditions yeah, and react quite fast to new business needs, as Oleg mentioned. Uh, so uh, we uh, have stable uh, agile teams, which uh, quickly change the priorities in their backlogs according to uh, current business needs and work hardly to implement fast, necessary features and functionality, as the one which Oleg mentioned uh, with uh, DA accounts opening, which gives access to financial aid from, from the government. On the one Hand side as well, major part of our portfolio was put on hold, yeah, because priorities shifted. Uh, it was like a different situation completely. But on the other hand, uh, we had our clients, their needs, business stakeholders uh, appear with their priorities. And thus, we focused on the short-term functionality delivery. We reprioritized incoming demand and gave our stable teams new purpose. Of course, short term, as none can plan for, for longer than three months. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it really helped our people feel that sense of purpose, be helpful, get this uh, inspiration and motivation to continue their lives, to be valued, yeah, and deliver uh, some value to the customers. Yeah, I would imagine, obviously, a tremendous sense of nationalism and, and pride, right, to rally around uh, one another uh, to be able to support yourselves as as this is going on. How does that play into the values of, of the bank itself, right? I mean, is, is every company has their values, right, and their mission that they, they go towards. But in this circumstance, does that change at all? Or, or maybe your values actually enhanced the way you were operating? I can maybe try to, to answer as well this question, start, uh, for definitely that all the values, uh, you know, that, that that's a key, that values are helping you in, in critical situations. So basically all the values we try to establish and to, to grow before, like uh, interesting to learn, ownership for any task, for any, 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 Anything which which you do in your in your activities here in your domain, etc. The proactivity, the collaboration between the teams, and as well the, uh, the thoughts about customers and uh, employees. So everything, all these values, just they increased. Yes, they enhance in this period, and they started being a basis. Uh, for for instance, as well as it also helped to establish the the good the good support to employees who who were leaving the country. Uh, there was also established all the services and possible services for people who were trying to take their basically the cash from the from the from the places they they were in countries because it was also the big problem. And uh, basically, the values also are driving us as well to 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 still be compliant even in hard situation to understand to be professional and to to keep the PMO principles. Yes, uh, what we do. Yeah, I can imagine that. Obviously, gets stressed and and relying on your teammates becomes maybe even more important than it used to be. Uh, you know, teammates are always important, but in these situations, it's even tougher. Maria, what was it like at the beginning of this? You know. I, Oleg and Mikola had talked about that, but how do you, I mean, imagine at the beginning of this, right, you, you first, you want to check, make sure your family is safe and, and okay, but then your teammates, right? How did you rally around one another when all of this started? Yeah. Well, hard to remind myself 
uh, how hard were those days. You know, our first day uh, started with a huge shock. And we tried somehow to continue working and none was believing that this is uh, re real. Yeah, but then checking the news, checking what is going on with your friends, how people started to crazily move uh, from, for example, from Kiev, yeah, we realized that it is it is really happening. And of course, after checking with the family that everyone is fine, uh, we also organized a number of uh, chats with our employees. We set up uh, everyday uh, kind of town halls, yeah, um, calls to catch up. And we were asking, okay, are you okay? Everything is fine. How is your family? So that was really our routine afterwards to check uh, early morning, every next day, if everyone is in safe place. What also was organized by our HR team is um, online and everyday monitoring where our people are moving so that we can support them. We organized a helpline and help uh, telegram chats, which uh, where our employees who were in the safe places helped with the logistics uh, and different questions in the community who moved within Ukraine and abroad also. It was also not only within our team, but also bank-wide. Yeah, there was a, a communication channel established with the connection to the board uh, of management who updated employees regularly on uh, what are the updates on the recent situation, what is the organization reaction and our response action to the restrictions and limitations which were coming from our central bank, from the government, yeah, how can we support our clients, employees, etc. Yeah, so as we already mentioned, our key focus was really on people safety. And during the first two weeks, I would say, people were moving around, were moving within the Ukraine. Some decided to move abroad and take their families. And of course, it took some time to uh, have the accommodation, to arrange your life there. But then immediately guys uh, connected to to the work. Yeah, they were available. We even track uh, the availability of people and ask, okay, guys, do you have laptop? Are you ready to, to work? Uh, on certain date, it was really crucial to join our operational uh, division and support in transactions and operations which clients were doing in our backend back systems. And what we did, we also asked guys, okay, do you have this experience? Are you ready to work part-time and help uh, in this area? And you know what? None refused. So everyone was really excited to help. And with this, they feel this sense of purpose. They uh, wanted to be helpful as much as possible. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it that way. I guess maybe work provided a constant for them that was a little bit of normal maybe in a in a period of extreme uncertainty and and you maybe you could rally around that right to be able to uh, come together as a, a work unit that's an exactly. interesting thought yeah so oleg from from your perspective right uh, same sort of question on that right is you know there's a leadership perspective to this of how do i make sure that we're organized and we're leading our team and then there's a, a team member perspective of i i need leadership to help me make sure that we're doing this from from both different perspectives how 
what was your your view of of how the company came together or the bank came together and worked together during that uncertainty yes from the leadership perspective it's also very important to usually work closely with your team you usually <clears throat> should check the situation about the uh, like healthy safety and to be ensure that your team have good opportunity to work closely. Also, it's a very help to work with this huge stress, which also whole people in the bank and in whole Ukraine facing from the beginning. And if uh, uh, people have opportunity to work, it's also uh, good to uh, organize some uh, like. Uh, uh, process and work for them and start to do something that they are feeling that they are still important in this crucial situation because of course uh, a lot of people in Ukraine lose their job, a business has a lot of difficulty and everyone's worry about the future about what, will I have work, will I have a job, will I have <clears throat> some money to buy food, to eat because everything in the beginning was unpredictable and due to this, it's very good to collaborate with, closely collaborate with team, have like really short-term focus task, and uh, that every person in your team feel your involvement in this, in events, to support even other department or to proceed with some special task uh, for your current activity with still valid in this situation. And uh, it's also important to speaking and ask about personally in this time, because probably it's a most important thing that when you talk is uh, every day with your leaders, with your team, even board member, every week talk to all people and this, this confidentiality, that everything will be good, that we are safe, we should work our best in current situation, what we can support each other and as one big family like bank, and support our customers because we are all in this situation in our moment and we should do what we can from our best from each person because someone can work someone can't any possibility to work we do not think to look about these things but do your personally in this moment it's probably this approach was taken and uh, all people like no one that someone do not work. It's even now no one talk about this. Everyone do maximum hundred percent, even more in this difficult time. To so support it. you know, I have to on, on a more lighthearted note, as a dog owner myself, and you had mentioned you had a new dog uh, during this time. But I believe you're in Lviv, so maybe you're not getting the the constant sounds and noises right for us my dogs get scared whenever there's fireworks and, and noises around how how are i mean everyone thinks about people my wife would would be very angry at me if i didn't ask about the pets because she's such a, an animal lover how do pets react in in this period obviously it's it's we as people have the ability to comprehend and understand right but pets don't have that capability what's that like uh, yes, uh, so uh, we in the beginning, probably in first week after this war start, it was really stress, and we uh, just uh, took this small dogs, and uh, he ju uh, he just was 
three months uh, uh, after birthday. But uh, uh, currently, is this help us like to motivate us uh, to help us to work with stress? It's like new member of our family for now. And it's usually great, but when we have like some alarm uh, air or some different songs, our dogs is of course worried and feels this situation when some dangerous and start lying. (laughs) But uh, it's also the second part of support. Me and my wife said this is our like, we also take care very much about this our new family member. And what's your dog's name and, and what kind of dog? Phoebe. Phoebe. What kind of dog is Phoebe? Uh, it's like Pomeranian. Ah, all right. So a little one, right? Yeah. It's small. All right. And for Mikola, you know, you're the newest team member out of the group. So maybe you didn't have as much of a chance to appreciate the culture of the bank prior to obviously all, all of the war starting. What have you been able to appreciate? Right, you heard Oleg talk about this and, and Maria as well, all this great culture and the ability to adapt and overcome. As a newer person into that, what is what's that look like for you? Right? Is do you kind of, you don't know yet, right? Until you get into a situation like that. So what's your reaction as a newer member of the team? Interesting question. Yeah, I'm new member, yes, but still I'm not so new. <laughs> I, I basically I really had a very good good time to to experience these uh, um, values because I, I you know in Ukraine we have uh, different types of companies and I was even a bit worried moving from the 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 place I've been before and definitely it was uh, this bank this something which I was really felt uh, well here yeah so it's uh, it's the place where as I mentioned the values they they are important the people are are nice yes and uh, definitely it was really a great experience even beforehand because we already got got acquainted with each other all our team we already worked with other teams but what what definitely experienced during this uh, start of war yes that we uh, started to be even closer so we we become uh, became more open to each other we also became more transparent and open to the people with whom we work with whom we collaborate uh, externally so basically i am really experiencing this openness at this moment yes because we are feel uni- united and we want to to overcome these threads this uh, this time yes together and to become stronger to become more resilient and uh, that's what that's maybe as a as a person i feel in in our in our team in the overland bank at the moment you from from the person which is new yes yeah i wanted to even share uh, a story and experience um, um, of uh, Kolya. Uh, he is chief analyst in the pmo and when the war started it was um, huge demand for the analytical skill because we wanted to build a dashboard online dashboard on the inf- with the information where our people are located whether they are moving abroad and whether they need any support as well as understanding who are in occupied territories and who need help. So uh, that was the uh, key topic yeah, to build on. 
And Kolya immediately joined controlling team who was responsible to build up uh, jointly with HR. And he also showed the very great experience of the cross-functional team collaboration. It was also uh, positive feedback from the collaboration from other unions. So Kolya felt himself how it is. That's fantastic. And, you know, I remember back to the video that you had submitted for the Global Awards and leadership was such an important, the bank's leadership was involved in that video and uh, supporters of your PMO. How did they lean on the PMO or, or did they lean on the PMO to, to help in any of the business continuity work to be able to say, you know, we, we got to get this done, just, just get it done. I mean, what was, what was the, the interaction like with the leadership team? Yeah, I would say that uh, in the uh, business continuity plan development, we were we were not so much involved. But when the war started, there was a, a, a urgency in making particular projects. Uh, like the first one, which we launched, and the chart came to us, named Hybrid Work 2.0, is really how to enable work in uh, this constantly moving environment that uh, we had different type of employees who stayed at home, who were in occupied territories, who moved within Ukraine, who moved abroad. So for these four type of employees, we had to build, you know, new new processes, new way of working, arrange everything. Yeah, so from really nothing, we built on, on that uh, a lot of uh, achievements and exactly our team helped to achieve that and we are about to close uh, this project as all our achievements are uh, ticked off yeah so we really per- perceived as a professional team within the bank and our uh, stakeholders and users are coming to get high quality uh, service and not only. As uh, I also mentioned, uh, we worked with our portfolio. We had to put on hold certain uh, certain projects, certain activities. And our task was to collaborate with uh, key leaders, key uh, tra- transformational leaders, yeah, to uh, agree on with them and facilitate the discussion, okay, what would be our focus for the net- next short-term period? Yeah, we can't just endlessly do nothing yeah as soon as our people are in safe places they started to ask questions okay how can we help what shall we do and we facilitate this uh, decision making so and maybe this is a weird question in my mind it sounds like a weird question before i ask it but obviously the shock of the war when it started but now it's been you know over three months is that now become normal like has has your current operations become kind of a normal feeling for you at this point, or does it still seem as if you're working in a like a business continuity, right, in a an emergency type setting? Yeah, I would say that there there are both feelings in parallel. So uh, we continue to focus on our BCM plan and execution. We are restructuring in some areas our operational model, like in operations here. At the same time, people who are in safe uh, places, yeah, they yeah, need this purpose which we talk about. Yeah, they uh, need to continue their work and uh, get this uh, also feeling of stability and believe in, in in tomorrow. Yeah, so I would say there are two parallel 
realities. Of course, you can't ignore what is going on, but you also can't continue being desperate, depressed, whatsoever. Yeah, you try to find some motivation for yourself and say, okay, this is how it is. And we need to move forward. We need to serve our clients. We need to continue working. Yeah. And that's how it is. Nicole, I, I had, when I was asking that question, I saw you shaking your head uh, as well. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I agree with Maria, but also just want to say that, you know, we do not have like the time for reflection for the moment. Yes, we are mm-hmm. in this situation and we need to act. We need to, to work. We need to, to, to bring some value. We need to do something. We need to volunteer. We need to support uh, army, the people in need and to, to provide the services to customers, what we, we currently are doing now. Maybe time for reflection will be a bit later, but we, we all have some, you know, some, we know some, some stories, some things which happening around with the people. Luckily, fortunately, maybe not the closest to us, but we, we know the, those people who were, yes, who had, yeah, due to the war, this, um, yeah, who someone died, et cetera, et cetera. So we understand this, but, be trying to reflect a bit later. Yes, now we need to act and we need to work. Just a, a comment that had come in for Maria, right? What a demo, a demonstration of resilience despite all odds and teamwork to pivot in such unprecedented times. And uh, obviously, congratulations on the award that you all received last year as well. And um, that's from Natalia. I'm not sure where Natalia is located, but thank you for that, Natalia. It's always good to get that feedback during the show. So what's the future like, right? If to your point, uh, Mikola, right? Uh, maybe I'll ask this to Oleg, right? We, you must stay present because this is reality, but there's going to be a future. How, how do you plan for the future, right? Maria's talked about the portfolio and projects being put on hold for the current time, but how do you get back to, to normal operations at some point? Or, or is that still so far in, into the future that you just don't have to worry about that at this time? No, no. We already, from the beginning, we start to react. We collect uh, almost uh, almost important topic in our bank. We already prioritize them based on, in the beginning, we hold everything. But And we already start in the first month already to prepare the <coughs> top priority things in the bank. Start from the first priority and uh, next for the like. 14 priority. We already give the projects and adaptive team the focus where should they uh, go uh, in the like short period of time. But uh, of course, in parallel, we already try to see the future, the strategy, what uh, the business outcome can be in future when the war is will finish. <coughs> We have a lot of different scenarios. Of course, uh, for the moment, it's very difficult to uh, say it. everything is realistic, but uh, based on all scenario, we have like middle time, middle term focus. And after that, probability like long term also focus for our bank, like to stay the most recommended uh, financial services in Ukraine. And also we have uh, <clears throat> already some like working group which already start to work with like middle and long term and hope uh, till end of the summer we will already have like some full clarity 
in which way we should continue with all because of course the work have huge impact and every day we have like different situation but still we should keep focus on everything and uh, go ahead and uh, continue to work and to uh, do our best for our customers yeah if i may add uh, to this point that of course our current mode is survival yeah we don't know yet how the situation will end up what would be the territory of Ukraine, yeah, and how it ends. But we started to build on, uh, build on our assumptions on the new future and opportunities which are open to be open for our bank. Yeah, and the picture is uh, not so bad. Yeah, we also see good opportunities and uh, this is something for us to consider for the next periods. And is the bank a business bank? a consumer bank, a commercial bank? Are you serving both businesses and, and individuals? And I ask that because I know in, in some parts of the country, they've started some rebuilding, of course, where the Russians have been pushed back. So is that something where the bank is involved, trying to help the community get back uh, through business lending? Are, are those sorts of operations still in place? Well, we are universal bank. Yeah, so we are serving both uh, corporate clients and private individuals mm -hmm. as of now we didn't stop uh, our products so we continue to serve our clients and honestly we even uh, did more in favor of clients in the first uh, months so we canceled all the commissions uh, for the private uh, individuals we also implement uh, credit holidays for our clients here yeah, because uh, impact was on the whole business uh, and on all industries yeah that's why every uh, industry was trying to support each other and it was also good to see how our clients um were showing their stability and um they were covering their loan payments etc so it was really really nice uh, to see so during the first months of course we had this drop yeah in, in our income etc but it's like the same for, for, for all the banks on the Ukrainian market. So a, a question for, obviously the whole world was dealing with COVID and that forced PMOs from around the world to have to react differently and start to do digital transformation projects and, and bring them through. So maybe your bank had some experience in some sort of emergency setting before the war happens. Of course, the war takes it to a whole nother level, but was was COVID in any way a test run to get your practices sharper and your team to be able to execute better at that point? Yes, 100%. We even were discussing on the first of uh, first uh, meetings with management board that bad to say, of course, but uh, COVID really helped us and prepared us for the work because during the COVID, we already moved uh, all our people especially support functions to online mode. So all were working from home remotely. It was enabled with uh, the equipment, with access rights, all the environment. When war started, we all were prepared. So there was no dis disruption in our processes, in our cooperation and work model with employees. So it's even enlarged. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned digitalization, and I must say that uh, it, it become even stronger. Yes, yeah? so the need for digitalization become even stronger because 
we need to serve our clients not only within Ukraine, but also who moved abroad. So we need to set a higher level of, for our services, higher availability and cross-border even. And Oleg, I saw you uh, you nodding as well when I had asked that question. Yes, because almost uh, bank focus to start the most digital as can be. And from the beginning of, of the war, we start with cloud migration program. It's like all services which we have on land in some cities, it's immediately start to migrate in cloud because bank need to be like more flexible and uh, safety from client's perspective that everything is uh, <clears throat> in uh, not uh, like physical, but everything is uh, in cloud. Also, we have a lot of different security projects will also keep safe and efficiency from our customers that uh, <clears throat> we are safe bank. And of course, uh, in general, we are like super uh, agile and uh, like work team in, in different conditions because start from COVID, everyone don't need to go to the office. We are as a PMO team work from different cities in Ukraine and we are feel fully comfortable. From the beginning, I also start two years ago uh, in a bank and I'm in Lviv, Maria in Kiev. Uh, some also employees in Khmelnytsk uh, in our uh, region from our team. And we are work online together, but together have full alignment. And it's really helps that we fa- when we face with this situation in war, we already have this experience that everyone can like just need to laptop and fully can work and support uh, the bank and to do their functions really. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, as Maria said, it's it, it's horrible, right, COVID that had led to that, but it, it's good that it did. And for Mikola, a kind of a question for you on this would be, you know, here we are in this this middle of this tragedy, obviously, that's taking place and, and the war is active and everything. For us on the West that just see through news and, and don't really get to see the day-to-day perspective of what you go through with life, what what is it that we should be aware of right what's what's the story that we need to know that maybe you can share with us that we we may be not getting right uh what's what's the reality for life like in lviv for you luckily yes fortunately lviv is less impacted territories yes we are on the west uh, part of ukraine however we still had some missile strikes in in lviv inside the city so some uh, some of them was uh, flying uh, uh, over our heads, yes, we heard in, at homes, yes, and also the, the, the we also uh, heard the results of it and saw the results of it. But uh, definitely, what we should, uh, what we think, it's important to not to overestimate. Yes, the 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 value of propaganda. Yes, so if uh, of of one, also it's important to act as well when the propaganda rises in some countries. <laughs> it's it's a. a it's kind of truth that, yes, the discussion and the war started eight years ago, yes, and probably uh, the actions were not proper enough in some cases, yes, maybe to 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 stop the, the, the aggression and possible aggression. 
but maybe not but it's kind of thing uh, something which we also have to reflect later on after everything will be stopped yes everything the the, the world will, will be uh, finished but it also uh, in different countries maybe i will also share the good example on the previous topic because uh, uh, due to the the uh, due to the uh, reason that we are working in different uh, uh, cities, yes, in different regions, uh, we also had uh, had the possibility to back, up, back up in each other in this collaboration. For instance, people from departments and which uh, have relatively uh, were in more safer place, they could substitute the people who were in these places and have to move on. Yes, like Kharkiv and other. So basically, people in departments started to working in the contact center. Mm -hmm. Yes, they uh, 100 persons at Lviv, for example, started to call to the uh, clients and uh, starting to learn how to talk with clients, etc. So there are so a lot of a lot of different examples, even in our bank. Yes, where people were like backing and being in these circumstances. Yes. And Maria, as, as we're getting close to now the, the end of the call here, hour goes by quickly. What is there anything that people in, in the West or other countries can do to support, whether it's, I don't know, thoughts and prayers or, or if there's anything more concrete or physical that we can do to support uh, the bank and your team and, and those who've had to uh, leave the country? Is, is there anything that you can think of that we might be able to do? I may say some general things, yeah, uh, it, it may sound to you, yeah, but I think um, things which all people over, over the world can do is, of course, donate if possible, yeah, support uh, those needs uh, which are actual for the army, for uh, the refugees. Another thing which uh, can be helpful and would be helpful definitely is really support of our refugees who moved uh, from Ukraine and looking for some accommodation or some place to live for some time. Yeah, so that would be, of course, helpful as well. And as uh, Kolya mentioned, the third thing would be on the news. Yeah, so really investigate, not to believe to particular uh, one use, but really check for other sources and uh, be thoughtful and make your own conclusions on what is going on. Contact uh, real people from Ukraine who can share the real picture and then act uh, however you want on that. Yeah, However you can. Yeah, fantastic. Well, as we wind up here, I want to let all of you, um, you know, say how, how can people get in touch with you if they want to, if they're listening to this and, and they want to reach out and show some support or offer some assistance in any way, how, what's the best way for folks to connect with you? I'll start with Maria. Well, we are available in uh, all the communities like um, uh, LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn, yeah, Facebook, uh, you may have our contacts and uh, you also draw publish them. So uh, yeah, that would be possible. And from the bank perspective, we have our uh, general mailbox. So you may send uh, messages with the help uh, suggested and it will be analyzed by our team. All right. Fantastic. Oleg, uh, same for you. Any anything yes, in addition? Yes, Facebook. I am open. Yes, if me any questions, of course I will share. Do you have your uh, wedding pictures posted and, and pictures of the puppy? <laughs> Not yet. Probably <laughs> after I will. All right. 
And uh, Mikola, same for you? Yeah, same for me as well. Maybe Twitter as well. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you all for joining us. I really do appreciate you taking time to be able to come spend time with us and chat about what's going on there and how you've reacted, right? And and how a PMO has been such a valuable asset to the organization to try to create uh, business continuity and try to keep operations moving as closely to normal as you can. Uh, and of course, all my support to to you and, and your countrymen to be able to overcome this aggression and and uh, get back to your life as you used to know it and, and to have a, a normalized Ukraine at some point in the future. Thank you again to all our listeners, right? Uh, be sure to visit the pmosquad.com slash podcast to check out all our shows and guests. Uh, we have a great upcoming lineup. We've got Konstantin Riebel and Robert Brees joining from Germany, uh, Melissa McDonald, uh, Mate Severa, Trekvia will be on talking about the Citizen Developer Program with PMI. Dr. Robert Joslin, Keedin uh, will be on. Chris Sprague with some of his folks from the PMO Global Alliance talking about their healthcare initiative. Uh, Sanjeev Augustine and others, of course. A reminder, we were just live, uh, but we do record these shows, so they're available on your favorite podcast platform. So be sure to subscribe to Project Management Office Hours on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, etc. And thank you to our sponsors, the PMO Squad and the PMO Leader. Without them, none of this would be possible. That's it for now. Office hours are closed. Until next time, I'm PMO Joe, and you've been listening to Project Management Office Hours. Thanks for listening to another episode of Project Management Office Hours with PMO Joe. You're not alone in your project management journey. We're here to help you achieve your goals. Subscribe to Project Management Office Hours on your favorite podcast platform to catch all of our episodes and hear industry leaders share their story and secrets to success.